Hi guys, this is going to be a very very short podcast which is going to focus only on one particular aspect of Kant's essay which talks about the judgment of taste which is part of a larger uh, sort of uh, you know a larger discipline which is called aesthetic judgment or which is called aesthetic uh, uh, you know reflection and um, we are going to talk about specifically what Kant means when he talks about subjective universalism or uh, in other kinds of you know in an, in other kinds of interpretations it's also called subjective universality both of those terms have been used and uh, this basically this relates to kant's work in uh, the book which is called the critique of pure reason now what kant uh, talks about here is he says that uh, if you if you talk about aesthetics if you talk about how one can possibly understand aesthetics and how one can understand how to judge aesthetics then he divides this into four different parts he calls it the agreeable the beautiful the sublime and the good now for our purposes we only have to talk about the beautiful and the sublime and the reason why i want to talk about this is because this is where kant talks specifically about the subjective and the universal because as far as the agree- agreeable and the good are concerned these are according to kant moral ideas these are uh, these are uh, concepts which fall under the realm of morality or ethics and that for kant is something that he calls objective judgment and objective judgment is fairly it's called objective not because it is universal in nature because the way that we in the 21st century and the 20th century use terms like objective and subjective is because they are supposed to be opposites subjective is something that is personal and it is and it is individualized whereas objective is something that is universal however what kant does is he creates this kind of a paradoxical um, you know term which is which he calls a subjective universal however the thing is that for kant when he talks about objective judgment he actually means that it is fairly obvious it's fairly straightforward an idea or an or a concept which is objective uh, which is how he understands morality and ethics is that uh, something that is objective is either right or it's wrong and this is specifically in the context of morality so he says that either something is moral or something is not moral right it, there is not a third category into which it can fall and this in a in a broader sort of um, you know the, this in a broader sense is how kant is differentiating between what is objective and what is subjective so uh, and there's another thing that i definitely want to say here which is that the beautiful and the sublime the idea of the sublime is something that is part of the discussions about aesthetics about judgment about taste throughout the work of other critics also it starts from longinus at least within our uh, within, within the paradigm of within the structure of our course it starts with longinus's texts on text on the sublime the text is called on the sublime and then we journey through burke and hume who also talk about the idea of taste they have slightly differing ideas on what taste is and then we also come to people like kant who talk about what aesthetics is and how to judge aesthetics and how to understand what aesthetics is uh, about
Okay, so the idea of the subjective universal in that sense, even if it seems a little oxymoronic, it basically means that judgments are subjective. They don't really have any kind of a tether to um, to absolute concepts, to essentialist concepts, to concepts which might seem like they're universal in nature. However, the acceptance, the social acceptance as it were, or something of something which is understood to be beautiful or something which is understood to be sublime, can function only and only when there is a sort of a community taste associated with it. And Kant uses the term census communis to talk about this particular idea. He says that uh, one can only uh, believe in the concept of what is sublime or what is good if there is a general consensus about the this particular judgment that something is beautiful, that something is sublime. So in keeping, uh, also in keeping with a lot of other theorists before and after Kant, Kant does talk specifically about the fact that the judgments of taste or judgments of aesthetics, they cannot depend, even though they cannot depend formally on very strict kind of concepts, it is something that he talks about in terms of feeling, in terms of belief, even if he sometimes negates these kinds of words. But he does talk about judgment of aesthetics and judgment of... Uh, you know, uh, uh, of aesthetics and of taste in terms of feelings and in terms of beliefs, which basically means that there is a correlation that Kant definitely sees in between these two things. Uh, but at the same time, they uh, he does believe that the judgment of beauty cannot only be based on what is a feeling, in which case it would only be subjective, but definitely not universal. It has to have some sort of formal properties as well. And so, uh, you know, Kant talks about the fact that, um, uh, that, that, you know, even if everybody would not talk about or e even if everybody will not believe that, uh, even if everybody will not have the same set of objects with which they would associate taste, aesthetics, beauty or sublimity, there is going to be a large subset of things as it were uh, to which everybody will attribute even if different levels of but definitely some degree of beauty and of sublimity so he for example you know he would he would for example say that if there is if there's a flower for example even if everybody does not say that that's the most beautiful thing People will definitely say everybody or the largest number of people would uh, would ideally say that it has at least some degree of beauty. So that is the kind of generic universality that Kant is talking about. But there is also an underlying assumption that without this kind of a universality, even if there is a subjective interaction or a subjective interface or a subjective understanding of what effect that beauty has on us. So there, that's basically where the difference between the cause and effect, as it were, will come in. Even if, you know, the effect that it has on us can differ subjectively, the fact that it will have some degree of effect is going to be universal. So that is one way of understanding the idea of subjective universality in the works of, uh, you know, in, in Kant's understanding of the theory of aesthetics uh, or the theory of judgment or of taste, right?